Welcome, welcome all. This is your Power Rangers, the Putty Hour. We're kind of a podcast slash streaming thing now. I don't know really what to call us, but we're awesome. So we're that's multimedia. All multimedia that's is the proper word. Yes, so that's that's what I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call us. Uh, we are season two, episode four. And uh, of course, I am Matt Aguilar, aka Night Ovoa. Uh, my wonderful co-host, Nick Valdez at Valdezology. And today we have a special guest, Joseph Deckelmeyer of the Illuminati. Is What's going us. on, y'all? How you guys doing? Oh man, so happy to have you, Joe. So happy, happy to be here talking Power Rangers amongst my favorite people. I love talking Power Rangers. Oh, talk about it enough nowadays. Okay, yes. I'm I'm not I'm not lying. That is like part of why this podcast exists. <laughs> <laughs> because yeah, me yeah. and Nick were always like we're always in the Slack channel, like talking about stuff like this. I'm like, dude, I need to like I need to nerd out a bit, like in on like record this or like public or something. And we're like, oh, why don't we just talk about it on a on a show? And that's how this that's how this thing started. I mean, um, it's fun talking to like-minded people about like-minded things, especially Power Rangers. I agree. I mean, that's the only reason we I started covering Power Rangers as well. Literally, me and my friend JD Ferranda were sitting there and, and going over a lot of our fan theories. I believe Morphicon was coming up. I had oh, never nice. been. And, you know, it opened up my eyes to all these other like-minded fans. And then at that point, I was just so immersed into the community and, and the fandom. I mean, I had been obviously been a Power Ranger fan growing up, but I, I didn't know there were other people out there like me. Right. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It, uh, I will it's say. It's a whole other world. It's a it's, whole other world. It, it really is. It's like a it's a franchise just like no other franchise it's just so unique uh and and i actually got to go so i don't know when your first morphicon was mine was um okay i have a hard time placing years but it was beast morphers cast that's how i identify like Like 10 years ago at this point it was when the beast morphers cast was introduced so it was passing i remember that mine was uh the the, when the ninja ninja steel cast okay so um that and that was it was still like i'd heard about morphicon obviously and always wanted to go but that was the first one where i went and you really just it is it is super cool just to be around a bunch of people that just like you know nerd out about the same stuff as you and just adore this franchise and everything um nick have you had the chance to go to morphicon yet nope r.i.p miss you every day oh we need to get you out there (laughs) there's one this year nick uh maybe next year r.i.p i'm gonna it's my mission Nick. but before like for before like the 10 year mark at, at comic book i gotta get you to more yeah we we'll, gotta go we'll together do we'll do that yeah, yeah we, we'll, we'll just together. go be giant power ranger nerds together. yes yeah. yes no, it is so much fun matt you can attest like it's just cool just hanging out in the lobby and talking to other fans that have like-minded you know and the crazy thing is and i'm sure you guys get this too like you know when you say, oh, I'm a Power Ranger fan, and you ask somebody, oh, what's your favorite season? And immediately they go Mighty Morphin, and you go, oh, okay. I see where your level of fandom is. Oh, you right. know what I mean? Right. You, you kind of get those layers. Yeah. That, no, you know, uh, wait, that's interesting, Joe. What's your what's your favorite season? Good My favorite season? Oh, man, that, great question. It, it, I go back and forth between Zio and SPD. Okay, okay. Oh, you got a brother over here in SPD. Yeah. <laughs> I think SPD, uh, for, for what it did, I think it it was really the one of the first seasons that really started world building. I don't know. That's not maybe not true because Zio was really world building too, like way back when. But SPD, I felt like had layers to their storytelling that was beyond Power Rangers up to that point. 
I would agree. That's why it's also one of my favorite. It's also got a great theme song. One of the best. Oh, I think it has the best theme song. I think so too. It's the drums. Like it's that drum loop. That whatever. That I'm just like, yep. Okay, I'm in it. I'm in it. And Doggy Kruger, <laughs> man. It's hard for me to beat Doggy Doggy Kruger just as a mentor slash ranger. Uh, that's true. I I don't know. I it's always weird. Like I. I always thought about the the physics of him cramming in, like his face into the helmet, and I I get like you know magic powers and science and it all. You're not supposed to think about it, but I've always thought about that stuff. You know, like, same thing with the silver the silver Dino Charge Ranger. I always think the same thing with this giant like bird. You know, yeah, <laughs> and it just folds up, man. It just yeah. fold everything folds up nice and neat, and it's just like I always look at it kind of like. Okay, so um, to to meld universes here, I look at it like Darkhawk. Okay? okay, this is how I envision the helmets because, like, Darkhawk now kind of trades places with his suit of armor. Like, it's not actually like him wearing the armor. He's kind of like swaps places, and the armor is its own thing, independent of his body. But his mind mm. and body are controlling it. That is how I look at like That's the so helmet. Weird. The helmet. So like anything like the helmet just like phases yeah. and like whatever was underneath is like in another space. So it doesn't matter that it doesn't like that like Dogger Kruger's head can't feasibly fit into that helmet. It doesn't matter because it's in another space. I mean, the alternative is body horror, right? So, you know, True. He, you watch yes. Justin in Turbo Morph and he gets stretched out to like an adult size and you're like oh is that just a thing he feels is that just you know does that happen with all the rest of them that you know, get squeezed into these suits so yeah maybe we'll just go with your thing back i think my know, my rationale yeah. Yeah. like sidesteps <laughs> that whole thing you know i wonder how they're gonna do the justin lightning collection action figure mainly because the head swap wouldn't necessarily work for the oh, yeah yeah Un mm. ooh, unless they include a a mini second figure, comic <laughs> yeah. pack. You know what I'm saying? I'm on board with it. Would that be like the first? That you know how they like they're doing that like deluxe series and stuff. Like that's a perfect one for a deluxe, right? To do two like a little figure, and then do like a bunch of accessories, and then do the straight up figure. Same thing. I, I honestly, this is I want a bulk and skull. Uh, Comic Con like oh, two pack. I think I think we have to get it right. I would love a bulk and skull. Yeah, I'm but really which bulk and skull. That's that's the question though. Oh, that's a good question. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind the movie version of bulk and skull. You know, where they're uh, the skydiving suits, where they have like the the helmets with like the mohawks and stuff like that. So I think that's the one I remember the most. If not, then maybe the bulk with like the tie dye purple shirt because right. classics. So, yeah. The the, the tie-dye purple shirt is yeah okay so uh joe which one which yeah, i'm gonna go cop vulcan skull uh oh okay turbo remember that and we can get maybe the chimps like as a little <laughs> you know what i mean as, as a little uh little part of the little play set that's right that did happen to them uh it's what a wild ride for them in general <laughs> too you know <laughs> okay so um mine uh i'm going uh coinless universe vulcan skull I like that. So I can get badass bulk, like just oh my god, I want the character, and then I get like the just like the sentry 
yeah, outfit, the but skulls, but skulls head, like swappable head or whatever. You know, if you want to reuse the sentry, there you go. I'm saving you money because like they're just gonna <laughs> reuse the mold and just give them a swappable head. Well, Matt, done. would you would you want the likeness to be from the Boom Studios comic version or from the show? Mm. I am. Everyone knows I'm partial to the comics. I love this, like the most of the um, their interpretations of the right. likenesses, because mm-hmm. like there obviously is a similarity between like Narvi and the comic skull, but it is super stylized. I like the super stylized look, so I'd be down for that. But I know even in the comic ones, they've been, and we'll get to this topic as well later on but uh i know they've been kind of leaning still towards like it's still a show face right like it's still a likeness to the show or the movie or whatever so it would probably be skull from the show which right. by the way is totally cool i'm not i'm not going to be the guy that's like how dare you like if you give me a comic skull and you have a real life head i'm cool like i'm not gonna balk at that um because i got my i got my century skull uh but i just think that's you know i think that's also one of those that they can do as a because they did zed and rita right it's a two-pack and they did it as a gamestop mm-hmm. exclusive was it yeah GameStop it was exclusive? A, a wedding special right the wedding yeah. anniversary special yeah. so like that's a perfect do it as an exclusive that way you know you justify it on the on the cost side <laughs> they're paying some of that right like you do that and then i would imagine that we'll get a traditional probably like you or Nick's like tie dye shirt. Right. We'll probably get a, a traditional bulk and skull before we get any of my craziness. Um, but yeah, but I, but I love it. Also, as far as like favorite shows and theme songs, as much as I love in space, because in space is my favorite Power Rangers season, uh, always will be. But I gotta give Zio credit on the song. Oh, I love Zio's song. Zio's got yeah, such a good theme, man. Yeah, I don't love that season. Into it, man. That guitar riff. That oh man, I agree with you. I love Zio as well. It's like Journey made a Power Rangers theme. Exactly. I mean, that's what that song is, and I love Journey. So yeah, it, like, it works on a lot of levels because Zio's like the first real <laughs> reboot, you know, and it says up straight up in the lyrics, like no. These are different rangers. They're stronger than before. You know, all this other stuff. So it's like, oh, okay, it works on that level. It works as a Saturday morning cartoon theme. And it's just, it's good. So yeah, it just agreed. works. And it's that's a great works. choice, Matt. In Space is such a good choice because it really opens up the universe. I feel like that, you know what? That was the first time in Power Rangers it really felt like year by year by year we were following along the journey yeah. of mm-hmm. different cast members. And it really felt like a culmination season. Um, and it was, I mean, as a kid, I was fully on board. It was a mixture of Star Trek, Star Wars, and Power Rangers all mixed into one, and I was all about it. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah. I, and that's why, look, that's why we've had discussions on this show about fighting for that. Like, if Power Rangers going to adapt one more. Like, let's do that space season because I don't know. Space seasons can be awesome. They can also suck, but they can be <laughs> they can be awesome. I have a fondness for that, but more so, I do love in space just for how important it is to like that first those first years of like that ongoing story. Right, that is such a pivotal. Like that, that ends it. Like it's such a pivot. Like you know what I mean. In a lot of ways, like it's such a pivotal chapter. But um, Matt, yeah. in space, taught us, and Lost Galaxy taught us that you can do any show in space. You can do any version of the Power Rangers and say it's true. In space. You know, you can. You don't have to take that. Uh, I keep dunking but, on it. I'm gonna dunk on it every episode stop, in season two. You know uh, that Q Ranger. I don't like them, and 
I don't, you don't need those That's suits. Yeah, not- <laughs> this is where we, I, I'm going to have to disagree with you on this one, Nick. I think those suits are some of the best-looking <laughs> uh, Super Sentai suits. That, that I've seen, but I, I I would agree they don't they don't quite look exactly like the Power Ranger suits, but that's exactly why I like them. Thank that's, you. That's another, but no, that's always been my argument, Matt. That's don't let it get twisted work. for the no. Don't let it get twisted for the new guests, Matt. My my argument for that has always been they don't look like Power Rangers, they which I, I completely understand with that. But 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 at the same time, I think that there's so much you can do with that season. Uh, there's so many different places you can go. I mean, there's two ways to look at that season, really. You, if you wanted to adapt it, you can either go, you know, the space season that everybody kind of wants that ties it into the other universes. I mean, you have the characters already set up for you. Being Yellow Ranger could be from Aquatar. You have, like, the, uh, the, the Gold Ranger who's, like, a, an android. You can have him as a rebel from the Machine Empire. There's so many different little things you can do with that season that would be cool. Um, but then, on the other hand, you can literally call it, like, Power Rangers All-Stars. And get a different ranger back from every season to compile that team. I oh, mean, that's, it's, it's oh, that's so an idea. That's an idea. You know, um, so this is funny. So uh, oh, this is like such a perfect segue into a topic. We're just gonna shift everything around. <laughs> so kind of happens, right? Right, because it just works out. Okay, so one of the things we're gonna talk about today uh, are the next couple episodes of Dino Fury season two, but. Um, the first 11 are on Netflix right now, of course. Uh, if you haven't watched them, you should go watch them. They're mm-hmm. dope. Uh, but one of the things, and, and by the way, so I didn't actually know before I put this topic in here that this was that there was like scuttlebutt, like that had, had been a thing of like people talking about like possible Dino Fury season three. I didn't actually mm. know that was a, an online thing. I hadn't jumped into that that Reddit thread yet. <laughs> so like when I put that in here, it was made. It was strictly because. Um, this series is doing so many things that kind of harken back to the to the classic days of like the things that people really loved about Power Rangers when it was in its in its heyday, and as far as like story and characters and kind of doing ongoing stories and things like that. Um, the thinking, of course, is even more now that uh, no one knows what's going to happen after this because there's been all these things of like Hasbro, you know, deciding not to go with Sentai anymore as its basis and do some original things, um, which I have said before, I am a fan of. <laughs> I like, like that idea. But also for bucking tradition, and we're and we're changing things, and we're open to that. Um, most people will say animated series. Yes, that too. But uh, I would say, why can't... I know it's been a tradition that we only get two seasons, aside from Mighty Morphin, because that's the weird... Only that's the only exception <laughs> to the rule. But like, why can't we just do a third season? Like, what is so beholden to the two season format? I know that's how it's been done, but since we're doing so many things differently, would you want to see them do a Dino Fury season three? Um, whether or not, and I want to take out the considerations of um footage shortage or like mm-hmm. logistical things Let, let's take that out of the equation because obviously you can explain away or explain pretty much anything using those facts like we, we know so little and we've seen that when power rangers wants to focus on the character more uh tommy that they can just scrap the barrel for footage and figure out a way to do right it. right so i think they could overcome that 
if that was like a legit obstacle of like, hey, we don't have a ton of footage. Well, okay, you shoot more original stuff and you figure it out, right? So would that be something you would want to see them do? Hmm. Uh, personally speaking, I think, look, I think there's a lot of rumor and speculation what's going on for the 30th anniversary. And like, we can dive into that all day long because, you know, there's tons of things that I'm hearing about it now. But uh, to answer this question, I absolutely would love a Dino Fury season three. I think this is one of the strongest casts we've had in a long time. And I actually think the writing on this season has been phenomenal. And I think that being on Netflix really helps take the restraints off a little bit and let them do uh, serialized storytelling. Um, right. I think that there's they're really changing the mold. And, and it's crazy because us as Power Ranger fans, um, I think that we're so used to the, the traditional 22 episode seasons, half our 20, 20 minutes long or whatever, um, and the same kind of thing. So when you see changes from season one to season two of Dino Fury, or even our Beast Morphers to Dino Fury, you're seeing these small steps that are taken. But if you've only seen Power Rangers starting at, uh, we'll say, I don't know, uh, when did, when did we'll say like Dino Charge till now, it feels like it's progressing faster than you would think. Yeah. But if you're yeah. in it, then it seems like we're taking these small steps. Um, like I said, though, I think the storytelling is a lot stronger. I also think that why do we just need one Power Ranger property right now to, to kind of focus on? Like, if we do have Dino Fury season three, it doesn't mean we can't get another season or a 30th anniversary special. We can start doing multiple things out there. I think that one of the charms of the original Power Rangers, especially that Saban era, is the simple fact that we kind of got to grow up with these group of Rangers and see them off on their journeys. It almost felt like a uh, an American version or a team American version of Doctor Who, where you kind of have like this one doctor that you kind of follow along until that doctor's ready to step down and then you get another one to replace it. I feel like that's how the cast changes were kind of handled uh, when we got the team-ups every year originally. But I think that that's kind of like, you know, we're getting a little bit of a mixture of that now. I think now more so uh, since the Boom Studios comic has really been opening up uh, the lore and, and mythology of Power Rangers, I think we're seeing that deeply infused in these new seasons of Power Rangers. And I think we're going to see that going forward, hopefully. Yeah, I, I would agree. Uh, I've said before on the show that um, I really enjoy this cast. And whether or not it's technically a Dino Fury season three, I would like to see them again in another capacity. So I would I would go as far to say as like just toss out all the old powers. Like, why not? Just like like if, if they're going full like full reboot, I guess, for like a want to keep the same cast, just do what the old ones did and. And like destroy the Zords, destroy the base, and then be like, "Oh, we have found this new power. Here are some cars, you know." So it's like <laughs> you can, you know, and you can see this especially well with season two, uh, going along with the whole Netflix thing and the whole like the fact that there is a serialized narrative for the first real time in in on this new little little era here that like season two this cast is like getting so well at like they're doing so well at their jobs I guess it's really weird to say you know it's like they're they're growing so much so much more compared to the first season that it's like why i it's the baby with the bathwater thing you know why would you yeah. toss out everything when like the cast and character work is already there just shake it up with more situations so just keep that going and and graduate whoever doesn't want to stick around, you know, fill right. a new kid. Yeah. Exactly. Or, or spin them off or like that. I, Cause I agree with Joe. I think there's not a, 
I don't think there's any real reason to limit why Dino Dino Fury doesn't have to be the only thing yeah. happening in Power Rangers. You can have your, you know, geez, I mean, we've heard so many rumors about, you know, whether it's MMPR reunions or original shows or, you know, like you can, whatever you want that to be, whether you want that to be an animated series, whether you want that to be a new team, an original special, whatever. There can always be multiple teams. There, There's actually enough room for it. Um, right. But I understand also why, to this point, they've only focused on the one team because, you know, that it made sense for their merchandising model and it made sense for everything else. We're in a different space. Their team, their partnership with Netflix, Netflix has shown its willingness, uh, its willingness to expand a property. Yeah, they want they potential. want universes. They right. want so universes. I mean, geez, look at Witcher. Yeah. Like Witcher has exploded and it exploded after one season. Um, and they have an anime offshoot series now because there's a second one coming they have an animated series coming which i'm still i can't i'm still very intrigued to see what the heck that is uh and then of course they have the main series and then the spinoff um blood origin so like just that alone in just a couple years like that that happened overnight you know uh they had the same hopes for miller world that hasn't hopefully <laughs> that, hopefully super crooks <laughs> rebounds that you know and maybe we can get back in there because uh that was promising but it, it um, didn't yeah, yeah, it did. Um, but like I, I'm open to that idea. I want I want a season three. Whether you call that a season three, like Nick said, as like a 22 episode thing, whether it's just a series of specials, one special. When you have a team, when you have a group a cast that gels so well together, mm-hmm. and you want to once they get to that point, this is how it always feels. So like I I liken Power Rangers to the Final Fantasy franchise as far as like, I like the model of, hey, let's change it up. Right. Let's bring in a new story, new world, new this and whatever. I like the idea of that. But the difference between that is like, you know, with a Final Fantasy game, you get how many hours of content and story. And you really get to see these characters and storylines go from point A to point B and really conclude these things. And then sometimes even that gets a sequel, right? So you're getting a lot more time investment in that. You get to play in that toy box a lot longer. And with Power Rangers, two seasons always feels like by the time the group really gels and is like at their best and on all cylinders, it ends. And I want Dino Fury is already at that point, just at the beginning of season two. So I'm very excited to see how the rest of it plays out. But also I'm like, man, just let them just let them play in the toy box longer. Like, let's get that third year and let's just really see them fly and just have fun. And then we can send off those characters if we want. Like Nick said, we can bring other ones back, Um, you know, if if they if they're up for if they want to jump back into anniversary episodes or even just guest star on a future season. Cool. But I just man, it's a to me, it's a night not a disservice. Disservice is the wrong word. Um, it's I almost feel like I'm getting robbed a little bit if like we don't get to see them again in some form or fashion. Yeah, they're just exactly. so damn good. Yeah, Especially I mean, I feel like, yeah. Oh, sorry. I also, <laughs> I also feel that with uh, Power Rangers, Power Rangers is so synonymous with dinosaurs that this would be such a great brand to kind of continue on with. Uh, right. The other thing is too that I think would be really cool if they did expand on. Uh, anything beyond season two would be to use those former Super Sentai villains that we know that we're not gonna, going to get uh, in an American version right. and use those for this. Um, yep. And and I think that like just having a current Dino theme season. Look, and by the way, I love these Dino Fury suits. I think they are beautiful. They're great. 
Yeah, they were they're great. Beautiful. So I would love to keep, you know, keep the tradition going. Like Nick was saying, I, I, I missed the era of Power Rangers when there was this element. I mean, obviously with uh, Jason, Zach, and Trini originally, uh, it was a little messy. But I like the era of passing of the torch, this kind of like passing down the power, that, that Power Ranger tradition. And I'd love to see that brought back. Yeah. yeah. In the moment, that was great. Years later, growing up, finding yeah. out it was ugly, like there was so ugliness behind it. You're like, oh, no. But you know, watching it as a kid, I was like, oh, my God, power transfer? There's a sword? And it's like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, who are these new people? And it was, yeah, it was, it was And then it happened again in Turbo. Yeah. And it was like, oh, so good. I, so I agree, good. though. I think the idea, <laughs> just, I, I think the idea subtracting the drama, the backstage drama, <laughs> yeah. I think the idea is cool. I, I like that idea. And that way you let people exit as they so choose. And like we saw with jason right there's always ways to bring them back in the fold if they want to become a ranger again later like you can always figure that stuff out you, as long as you don't write yourself into a box you're and even then you can figure out something i mean and even then it's power rangers they can do whatever they want say, i mean look yeah. they, they killed buffy <laughs> off and then they managed to bring her back a year later like okay no, i have a power ranger question i'm glad i'm on this show because i have a power ranger question that nobody's been able to answer for me so i'm going to throw oh, it out oh, there no. to you guys to see if pressure if, See how your headcanon works on this one. So back in Mighty Morphin Season 3, Lord Zed reversed the clock back, right? He, he reversed time, and then all the Rangers were young again, right? Yes. But instead of it being, instead of the original five, Jason, Zach, Trini, Billy, and Kimberly, instead at this point now it's the six of uh, six of the Rangers, but it's the with Tommy, Billy, uh, Rocky, and Adam, and, and, you know, whoever else, and Aisha. But they were all together, uh, so – did they like retcon that? Like they had never met Jason, Zach, and Trini when they went back in time? I know that was, it's a really weird question, but it's always bothered me every time I get to that, that point. And then we get the alien Rangers there for a little yeah. bit of the kids. I always thought it was a, it was a connection to the power grid kind of thing. You know, the, the morphing grid, and the power coins, like it all just kept it in, like it kept their heads in the present, even though like there were some evidence to the contrary, but like, that was the only way for it to make sense to me, you know, because once you start thinking about it, you start thinking about the Tanya of it all. And you're like, wait a minute, did, did this poor girl lose so many years of her life in like just a moment, you know? Like, yeah, yeah, but I think she did. Wait, she, she straight up did. She was robbed like, of her. Like, like I'm so like, many, OK, because because like, yeah. I got I'm robbed admit, of her childhood. Yeah. I'm going to admit I didn't give it that much thought at the, at the time. right? <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> I didn't give it that much thought. Um, Oh my God, she did though. There's because they don't like go back and like they don't they don't explain that away. No, all, all like, she doesn't do is find her parents eventually later, but they don't really explain, you know, from her leaving with Aisha and getting the crystal to her like with the Rangers. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, I don't think there's any. I don't know I, unless there's like a unless there's like a tidbit. I'm missing from and that's like the other another thing season too. or like some you know that's the other thing too is aisha out there like was she still a child out there was she not impacted by like all the reversals and stuff like that oh she's boy in, she's Some, somewhere out of all this this is where the multiverse of power rangers really starts yeah, yeah. <laughs> somewhere ryan parrot matt groom are just like like writing like oh my god yeah we gotta we gotta play with that <laughs> we gotta play with that premise because that's like oh. that's golden that's a that's a whole series unto mean, itself Time travel is a big thing. You could, uh, as we saw with Time Force and Hyperforce, like, and several of the comics, like, you, we could end up having like a time travel season 
or like a, a time travel movie or like whatever, you know, and you can throw in some of these things in there. <laughs> but, okay, so because we have um because because Joey's here, I'm I am actually uh curious because we it's been a minute since we've actually had like any updates on like the that whole movie stuff that like started coming out about it being 90s theme but like it was going to be like modern day and then moved into the past and like that time drive stuff do you like that approach like do you like essentially like the the mmprification i do, the, I, do. I mean i'm not i'm not opposed to it whatsoever the only thing is I this is from what I've heard. I can't confirm like this officially, but like I, I've just heard that there's been a lot of changes that have been going on with what they want to do going forward with the franchise. Um, in terms of the film, because it felt like at least a year ago, it felt like whatever they're going to do with the film felt very disconnected from what whatever was going to happen with the show. Um, but now, who knows? I feel like it really everything is really up in the air. But I I'm not opposed to that idea at all. I look cinematically, I would love something that would be a big budget thing that would pay homage and respect to the 30 years that came before it, mainly because you have such a, such a deep lineage there. And how many other franchises do you have uh, from 30 years ago where most yeah. of all the actors are willing to come back and reprise their roles? That's very um, true. So like it just doesn't happen. So I would, I would hate for them to cut off and just start something completely fresh. I mean, it's not saying that would ever not go back because I feel like there's too much equity in that last 30 years that they have, uh, yeah. have built up. So I don't see that happening. But I think that Hasbro still views, views Power Rangers as like an emerging brand. Though. Um, they have established brands, obviously, G.I. Joe and Transformers that do really well for them. But I feel like Power Rangers, I mean, is on the cusp of, of just hitting that mainstream, but not enough to, to really move the needle anywhere. One thing that I absolutely would do in Power Rangers, though, is I look, I feel like with Hasbro, there's so much secrecy that happens with the Power Ranger franchise in general. Now, that may that may be because... They're not exactly sure what's going to happen oh, right? <laughs> or, or, or it could be fan reaction or they could just be playing it closely to the chest. But if it is the latter, I think that's the wrong approach for one specific reason. I think that Power Ranger fans in general will show up if you let them know that some of these actors are going to be coming back at some point during the season. Because yeah. I think that when you keep that a secret, it's that's great. But guess what? You keep it a secret from everybody. Nobody knows. Nobody tunes in. Nobody watches it. And there's no buzz about it. And I feel that if they were just to be like, hey. X person's coming back. Let's kind of celebrate. I mean, they did that with uh, Austin, I believe, uh, when with his lead up to, to Dimensions and Dan. Or was it Dimension? No, it was uh, whatever. Uh, I know what you're doing. Yeah. Connection. Uh, when, when he came back for Grid Connection, I felt like that was one of the things. But they also, I mean, as you notice, they kind of downplayed all the other people because other people didn't come back. But I feel like, you know, with the 30th anniversary, it's you got so many actors willing to come back. You may as well take advantage of it. But um, in terms of the movie, which you originally asked, uh, I, I, I really, I really like the idea of, of really paying homage to that, that 30 years that came before it. I really like the infusion of doing that time stuff like that is, and hopefully correcting some of that stuff that we look at as mistakes. Yeah. I wouldn't mind that either. You know, that way you can have your brand new team. You can have your brand new, you know, Jason and Tommy and, you know, they're obviously going to like, if I were, if I were a betting man, it would be like a straight MMPR reboot kind of thing. But if you infuse that time travel, you could be like, well, they're just an alternate universe version of like, you know, this core team. And I wouldn't mind that because you're right. Like, it's so weird to not utilize all of the pieces that you have, right. you know, and especially like 
the ones that are so adamant about returning or so like, Hey, why don't you include us? Uh, you know, Matt, Matt brought this up on the last episode about like the, the Amy Jo Johnson stuff where like a whole thing kind of branched off of just her statement of like, you know, Oh, maybe the original people should be involved kind of thing. I forget what the, I'm speaking in vague terms here. Apologies to that, but you totally like, why not? It's, it's a, why not kind of thing. Like, yeah. Oh, why not could be, Oh, well, we want to keep this completely fresh, but it's like, what harm is there in giving us that little extra? What, what... I, I think, um, and, and it's hard because I mean, because I, at this point, I just want them to have a cohesive vision that doesn't isolate, like that isn't, I'm not a big fan of siloed, um, like uh, siloed opinions or, or siloed vision. I, I don't like a bunch mm, of people mm. in their own places doing, you know, whatever. Right. Because there's no like um, communication betwe- right. between all those. Um, so I want, I want the movie to succeed. And when they did it last time, they kind of went with like, you know, what Joe was talking about this, like oh, the homage, they, they, they very much um, paid respect to like, traditions of of mmpr but modernized it and did their own thing and, and brought an amazing cast together um and while i have like obviously that film is not perfect the 2017 film but i love it uh it's not but it's not perfect but i i thought they took a pretty damn good swing and it didn't connect right so you go mm-hmm. okay well what's what was missing like what was what was the thing missing and if like I look at like what Ghostbusters Afterlife did with how right. it acknowledged its original cast and its original characters, more importantly, not even just the cast, but the characters and sat in that world for a bit. And like, yes, I know some people were very much against the, you know, kind of banged on it for being too nostalgic, for being too in your face about like what this is. But like, that's what people loved. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I don't but, get I don't get that because it's kind of like, okay, well, you've been complaining for years, and this gets into a whole like, like <laughs> fandom thing. But like you've been complaining for years that it wasn't close enough. Like there wasn't Ghostbusters, not my Ghostbusters, not this. And then literally a film comes along that says, Oh, this is, and and like lovingly like embraces everything about that and and tells a very like personal story in the midst of it pays respect to these characters does some really interesting right. things with it and brings a new group in right. to give the the franchise new blood and it's like oh it's too far i, I just don't i don't there are times when i go fandom doesn't know what the hell they want yeah and so i yeah. for me i just want one it's work <laughs> I want it to work and I want it to connect with fans. And I think Afterlife and films like it, because there have been several films that have embraced nostalgia that way and used it to then push things forward and introduce new new blood into it. And I think this can do it. I do think having the original, you don't have to have everyone. I get it. Like, you know, relationships right, happen yeah. and things like that. You don't, right. you can't, you know, get behind closed doors or whatever, but at the same time, if if a group of people are willing and the franchise's fandom is very like open arms, wants them in the mix in some form or fashion, a cameo at the end is not going to do it. Have yeah. you ever seen 
the uh, the tweet that that Jonathan Entwistle recently wrote about uh, Power Rangers to No Pink Spandex. No, no. I didn't no. See that one. So uh, I I, don't, I just wanted to since we're talking about the future of Power Rangers, I may as well bring it up, right? Um, hold on, let me let me pull it up for you guys because I don't want to misquote anything here. Uh, one second. I mean, Nick misquoted me, but that's oh yeah, I do it all the time though. So Matt, that's already that's already aware of this. No Pink Spandex asks, uh, "What season do you want to see get their own movie?" And Jonathan Entwistle responded, "How about a brand new one?" Ooh, okay. Yeah, that's about. Yeah, that sounds about right. That's about right. (laughs) Now, now a major question to to add on to this though: Does release platform change anything? So if if this deal with Netflix means that the whole interconnected universe means the movie hits Netflix too, my my guess is that the that the film is going to end up on Netflix. Yeah. So does that change things? Does it does it mean like oh they can't you know, for whatever reason they have to keep it confined to like a completely new group and new story and new ideas or are they like I guess. I, I guess the quote unquote budget question is like, do they get the big theatrical budget of being allowed to be like, Hey, do you want to come back and show up and say a line? Do you want to, you know, all et cetera, et cetera. So uh, I don't know. What do you guys think? Man, I, there's a, I don't know with, with their ties to Paramount. I just don't see a space where that now, that is Netflix exclusively. Now, if it's also on, or like you know, they work out a deal where like it's like a certain expedited time frame or something, I can I can see that. But I don't I don't know. I mean, I, this whole theatrical model is still, despite a bunch of inroads in chipping away at it, especially because of the pandemic and like necessitating changes. Mm-hmm. I think they're pretty foot in the ground, flag in the ground. Like it's gonna be theatrical um but you know as someone who has discovered a love of like watch movies from home i'd be perfectly i'd be perfectly fine with that i will say that even if it is though like even if it is a netflix film i mean all you got to do is look at red notice and go yeah. like netflix is willing to spend ridiculous amounts of money they are, that <laughs> on, they are. on on movies that like i mean look at the ryan reynolds chris hemsworth they've all had movies that kind of fill that you know they're big for a weekend, but and that's then, also like, they're no also blockbuster actors, though. Power right, Rangers, but they just probably won't have that. Let's just say that. Yes, yeah. that is that is correct. But I'm saying more upon the like, look, okay, like it makes total sense why they would put all the money in Red Notice. You have three huge bankable stars. That's all the it money is, right there. Is a temple, right? But like some of these other movies, even though yes, they are led by a big name, they're still pretty disposable films that aren't going to be in the zeitgeist for the year these aren't awards like nominees you know what i mean they're fun entertaining movies and netflix has shown that like even on those we're willing to fork over some money even though we don't expect it to be like you know Mm. to to rewrite cinema and then like even one of those i can't remember which one to be honest but one of the ryan reynolds or uh hemsworth ones getting a sequel so oh like, yeah, 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 it is. Yeah, it's the Helmsworth one. Okay, I mean, it's the Helmsworth one. Yeah, um, yeah extraction called like extraction love rebellion. Yeah. I love extraction. <laughs> Let's not. No, don't bash extraction. I love <laughs> but like, so what I'm saying is that they're they're shown a willingness, especially if it's a universe builder. 
Power Rangers is that That's they true. see potential in being able to do all these spinoffs and have a wheel of original content that they can call their own. So they might be willing to fork over some money. I'm not saying it's Red Notice money, but also with Power Rangers, like if you do it right, you don't need 300 million. That's to, a, that's to a great that. play too. You I mean, Dino, Dino Fury looks great. Dino Fury just looks great as it is. Like I, just up. Yeah. I mean, look, the costumes <laughs> give them a little bit of an upgrade. The special effects give it an upgrade, obviously, right? Like I actually want some like 2017 Zord looking fights if I'm going to have that, right? Like put the money there if you're going to put the money there and put it in the suits. But like the Rangers aren't always in the suits and they spend half the time unmorphed. Don't keep them unmorphed for as long as the 2017 did. <laughs> but like you can work around not having point. 200 mil for your, for your movie. Would um, your strategy be more so attacking like the different demographics if there was like a Dino Fury season three, you're attacking like seven to whatever it is. And then for a feature, ooh. like a feature film that Jonathan Entwistle is doing, you're attacking a little bit of an older demographic, probably like the CWDC fan base. Oh, for for Dino Fury, what I would like to see them do is if if they get that third season or that special, appropriately grow right. with your audience. So if okay, um, for a lot of there's a whole generation of, and I've even talked to this about with the Rangers at some point of like, there's a whole generation that like you're their Rangers, like yeah. they know you, they don't know Jason, they don't know Tommy. They might have seen them on merchandise or a helmet in their dad or mom's <laughs> like you know, room, but they don't know who they are. They know Amelia. They know like they know Zato. So take advantage of the fact that they're growing up as your show is growing up. That's what I did. I grew up with Mighty Morphin and, at that exact time. Yeah. And I grew up with them. And, and just as kept they going. Got older, yeah. Right. And <laughs> and the, sometimes just like start to slowly mature the stories things that they would go through in life. Let's go ahead and deal with some of those things. I'm not asking you to become, you know, ER <laughs> over, over the course of a season and like deal with like heavy concepts, but I'm also like, go ahead and grow with them and, and just let that be okay. And step outside of the, it has to be in this demographic and then bring a new team in that is catered to your, your child that age range, which I always forget that that kind of age range fluctuates as far as like their key demo, but like right. what the four to like eight. Yeah. Like three, yeah. Like three to 10 or something. So yeah, it's, it's kind yeah, of that. It, it always breaks my heart. Cause I'm like, Oh, I'm, I'm an adult. <laughs> I mean, look, there's a lot of kids that love Spider-Man and Listen, I like Spider-Man. <laughs> the one thing I absolutely, and I think it's more so now I'm really reflecting in my, on this. It's like dad is that I, you know, watched, Power Rangers as a kid and, and kind of grew up with it. And I tried introducing, uh, at the time she was four, uh, my little one to Power Rangers, started her off with Mighty Morphin. She got into the first couple of seasons. When we got to Zeo, she was out of it. And then for, for work stuff, I had to do Dino Fury. And um, I let her watch it with me and she loved it to the point where she won't let me watch episodes without her nice. because she absolutely loves these characters. So you're completely right, Matt. This is this is the Power Ranger she absolutely identifies with now. And and this is if, if we're talking about growth for the future, that's your target demo. She's literally 
asking me to buy her every Power Ranger toy now. So I'm just recycling my money on things that I want too. So it, it works out <laughs> both ways. You know what I mean? I can justify the spending at this point. But yeah. now, you know, this is this is the new era fan of Power Rangers that, that are going to be carrying this torch for the foreseeable future. Um, but I, I agree with you. This is there's a there's a generation out there that understands that Amelia and Zato and and, and all these other characters, Izzy, they're that's their Power Rangers now. And going forward, I mean, it's a good team to have is to being there, you know, being there. Yeah. Yeah. Just so it don't worked. dump it. Like, don't just cut it off. It there are things you can do with that property and with those characters and with those and with that cast. And the cast seems anyway very willing and very like having they had a good experience it seems like so take advantage of that like welcome them back in keep them in the mix because that's how we get characters that like people are clamoring for a figure for later on you know well, why did we everyone loves this character right you only get that if you if they're in front of you yeah. for a significant period of time yeah, that's, that's why how you people get care. that's how you get fans like us who will just keep yeah. watching it forever you know, just because it's like, oh, they're they're gonna be here for another season. Okay, let's let's. Oh, they're going to space. Let's see what's going on with that. You know. Yeah. And when Dino Fury shows up in the comics, to you know, a year from now, two years from now, whenever that you know, I feel like inevitably happens because I feel like every team, you know, Beast Morphers has already shown up in the comics at least for cameo appearance, right? But like, I w- that'll be a big deal to those fans. And over time, that that's how you build another MMPR. That's how you build That's another group, but you point. have to give it, you have to give it room to breathe and you have to be willing to kind of, you know, kind of step out a little bit in, <laughs> in faith. And I know it's not my money <laughs> playing with other people's money. I understand that. Um, but you kind of have to just roll with something good that you have and maybe not adhere to tradition. Hasbro seems to be okay with that. So why not do that here? Bring in another season. And I'm cool with Entwistle's uh, all-new team. Cool. And and you can still have an all-new team and pay, you know, pay homage to MMPR and have some of the same characters show up or whatever. Like, you can still do that. That's fine. Um, but I do think you are not even missing the boat because that seems like – that sounds all entitledly. <laughs> I feel like you're you're missing a gravy train if you look at this group of people that loves these classic characters and if the cast is willing to jump in don't to me just going no we're gonna do something different is ignoring what could end up being a gold mine for you and also could in wrestling terms give the rub to your new group and let them move off and people feel satisfied people don't feel like they're getting someone pushed in their face they're getting someone that says hey we we like them too we'll accept them and that for a property that's what you gotta have or that's what the mcu does yeah like even if you don't know every single character in all these movies when one shows up there, you know, someone next to you might be like freaking out. You're like, yeah, that's fine. You know, America but- Chavez in Multiverse of Madness is going to be the exact the exact way, right? Like she is going to be to me anyway. She's going to be the next one that like pops in, and I love that character. But you know, that character doesn't have the mainstream appeal as even now a Doctor Strange has, which is still crazy to me to say. But like, you're going to have that. You're going to have a bunch of people curious about who that is. And but they were next to the established person 
they get to banter back and forth. You see why they're cool a little bit. You get a little bit of a taste of it and you move on. And people are still going to like Doctor Strange after that movie, but they're also going to like America Chavez. You can do the same thing. People aren't going to stop liking Amelia because she interacts with Kimberly. Right. They're going to like both and they're going to end up probably coming away. The ones who just like Kimberly and won't hear anything else will then go, oh, I like Amelia too. Yeah. yeah. That's like, to me, that's not, you know, that's not rocket science. That's how you make Dino Fury the new MMPR. You can finally oh, move past. That's, that's the end of my TED talk. <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask you like, a question. Do you guys think that the that Power Rangers is still Power Rangers without its um, uh, Super Sentai counterpart or Super Sentai kind of like partnership? Yes, I think so. Because I agree. Uh, I agree. yeah. Yeah, if uh, you know, if Hyperforce taught us anything, and like, it, and the comics taught us anything, you can have completely original stories, you know, within you know that don't adhere to the Toei stuff, you know, just and you know, and technically, it already is without all the Super Sentai stuff. I mean, like, we've got like um, some Tokyo monsters in what was it in Ninja Steel? We had one, and then this season, season have another one. It's like it. It's already far and away yeah. with super like I didn't even know it was Super Sentai until like I think it was like an episode of I Love the Nineties on VH1 where they were like talking to the cast and then they were like, Oh yeah, they slapped together some Japanese footage. I was like, What? So <laughs> So, you know, for, so to me, yeah, I think it's it, it's totally separate from all that stuff. Like you can they can keep going with brand new if it's a brand new team, you can do brand new suits, you can do whatever you want, and I think it'll be fine. And then yeah. one thing too that Dino Fury is doing such a good job at is is relying less and less on the Super Sentai counterpart and shooting more and more original mm. footage, which probably instills a bit of confidence that they're like, you know what, I think we can like do this. Yeah, and and okay to to also be fair, um, one, the newer Sentai. <laughs> is also very much not like Power Rangers. Yeah. So if they go to adapt some of those, you're going to have a bunch of people scratching their heads. Like right. it's getting further and further. Like I look at like some of the new, like I look especially at the newest season and I go like- Don Brothers? Is that, is that Persona? Yeah, it's Don Brothers. Like is that, yeah. is that Persona? <laughs> <laughs> like wh what the hell is that? Like, I, But like I don't equate it to Power Rangers. I still very much equate those as like separate things and then one's just like, adapt certain pieces and whatever but like if you look at the stuff that is used like the villains are like the weakest part and they're like some of the most extensively used footage from from sentai and i'm like that's not the best like right. i would i would yeah. be okay if like we got rid of most of that and like had someone come in you know like right. and dino fury has done an amazing job of doing as much with that as they can like the villains really do play a lesser part aside from like the core little cast and and they kind of make sure to do that because you get some of those villains in here and like i can't take that seriously <laughs> well, Mary, I have a question because i remember you I, i'm going back for a second i don't know you just said villains clicked in my head i know power rangers in space is your favorite season is that the first season that we've had a villain that had like a redemption story arc too and then like with 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 astronomer annie clip through uh yeah, because yes, the well, that's the first real yeah. villain we get. Yeah, that was the first. That was the first full like where we were actually in. Midway, yeah, yeah, like midway through, you're actually rooting for 
not for the villain to succeed, but like for another chance, like another yeah. opportunity. I'm like, well, maybe it's not, you know, maybe that chapter is not closed. Like you actually are kind of doing that. And then especially towards the end. It was the um, first, like, it was the first direct connection to the, to one of the Power Rangers too. Like I, I, before that, it was just like rando, rando bad guys, you yeah. know, and, and diva talks, you know? So now yeah. it's just like, this one had a direct connection and it was built into the story that there's going to be a redemption arc here that we saw play out. It wasn't immediate either. So yeah, that was the first one. And that's probably why it's so effective for many fans years later. It's because we, we saw it gradually happen over the course of like, so over the course of what, like it was like 50 episodes in space was, yeah. And then see, there you go. That's more than Dino Fury is going to yeah. get. Dino Fury is yeah. going to get the, the, the 40, if anything. And then, which to to today's standards is still really that's still a lot of it's still a lot but also even at 20 minutes that's still a lot of i mean geez most series now get 13 yeah 10 episodes right yeah it's a lot but if you look at ninja steel you're like well it wasn't enough i guess (laughs) so (laughs) i mean just i I guess it's in how it's all structured right like i guess it's all you know how they actually decide to do it yeah. No, like agreed. And uh, you know, um, I feel like we uh that was the the way more interesting topic of all, <laughs> out of all the things I skipped. <laughs> oh well, yeah. Like, okay, okay. So like um, but also I love what they've because like if in space taught us anything, um, it's that even even as much time as it gave that story, there's still so many spots to fill in. So that's why um what was it Power Rangers um oh man unlimited uh is it Edge of Darkness no that's oh, the yeah, Phantom Edge Ranger which yeah. it's the one that's Astronoma and I'm blanking on the name right now but the one that focuses on um it's uh you talking Ego, are you talking Ego psychopath Tox. or are you no, talking so to... it was the other one so oh. and I'm blanking I'm on blanking on the name of it too I know exactly air to air to air to the air to the air to the oh. And it's right there. <laughs> it's right there. Um, but okay, so that one. Was, uh, yeah. Is it Air to uh, Darkness? I think it's like Air of Air to Darkness, Air of Darkness, probably somewhere in there. But yes, oh, it is God. it is the one that focuses on astronomy, but also someone's someone's screaming at I us know. right now. Nick, <laughs> Nick, Nick brought up and I love that like that whole like how they actually initially fought to like be the apprentice and stuff, all that's in there. And I'm like, oh man, I I want some of that explore. Like I really want them to pull uh from the comics yeah. uh, more in there. If like Netflix is wanting to build this out and E1 is wanting to build this out and do interesting takes, I mean, why not do an anthology series and focus on like different like do like do specials, right? And so like do anthology specials where it's like a different story every time, but like you get Soul of the Dragon. You get those kinds of things and just like put your own spin on them, but like use that as the template. They still I, sort of tie in to history. I would love a Soul of the Dragon movie. I'm not gonna lie. Like I, Jason I would, would do that in a heartbeat. Yeah, I would. <laughs> holy, I would. Uh, I would love that. Like, once, one. once Legend of the White Dragon is done, Jason would be in that in a in a heartbeat if you if you did that. You know, I would love to see. Well, I would love to see next with thirtieth anniversary season. I would love to see them kind of have like, like almost like a post credit scene of what a Rangers doing now that kind of leads us up to the big finale where all these Rangers team up. Cool, yeah. cool. I like that um, idea. There's a lot of fan favorites that we haven't seen return. I mean, a lot of them 
really are in the, some of the Disney era stuff that I like mm-hmm. too, like, like some of those RPM ranges I love. Um, but Mystic you know, Force, yeah, I would <laughs> love your you and your Mystic Force. I oh. does not get enough love, man. It's I got we had a Mystic Force lightning collection figure yet. What's that? Know. We haven't, right? We haven't had a, a, a Mystic, Mystic Force, Force figure. figure no. yet. Yeah, there, there's a reason why, man. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> you know, Nick, are you not a Mystic Force guy? No, no, he's a hater. It's because Nick was one of the worst Rangers ever, and I hated it. I was like, you're, Oh, you're, that's you're such a, why. You're such a terrible Red Ranger, and it was such a terrible end of the story. You, it's have, like you have all this stuff with your parents, and all you do is ride off into the sunset. That's terrible. So I was so upset. You've uh, never mentioned that that's why you dislike that show. Oh, we've never gotten into it, right? We've yeah, never, so... because you always say it sucks, and you never give me a reason why. <laughs> and now I know that it's simply because the character is also named Nick. And, and he was like the it. worst. And he was the worst. That's wow. not like, no, in terms That's of Red Ranger rankings, like he's, he's really, really bottom tier. I you wrote off Madonna. Wow. I love Udana. I actually love the, the whole Udana Solaris Knight thing. So good, man. It was that that oh. stuff was actually pretty cool. I'd like to see that little great war that they talked about explored a little more too. Yes. yes. And even the the I mean, just I love the suits. Look, I've always loved capes. All right. <laughs> capes make no it capes. look cooler. I love them. Those suits rule. Magna uh, Defender is the only one who should have a cape. That <laughs> intro rules, even as dated as it is, that intro still rules. I just would love to see an up like an upraised version uh of that of that intro. Um, but also like the comics even like explored some of the back and forth. Um, it was like in one, I can't remember which, which book that was, it was like a series of short stories. And like one of them was mystic force based. I was like, man, I would read a whole thing of that. Yeah. It's just so rich. The annuals, I believe. Yeah. It was so rich. There's so much to explore there. And that is a underutilized season, both from the cast, like the cat, like bring back one of them. There's a reason they haven't done magic again. You know, so because they didn't see the vision. That's why. I'm just saying. Like it's just you know. Now they haven't done magic again. I I hadn't thought about that. Yeah. Yeah, because people like you, Nick. Because people like you (laughs) shouting down the show (laughs) for stupid reasons. It's not stupid. There's a whole there's a whole analytical argument. Look, there's a lot of magic in Power Rangers. And watching that era is is Jungle Fury because I feel like looking back now, I feel like there's elements that I would have really liked, but at the time I didn't like it. But now I feel like going back, I I really got to check out Jungle Fury. Yeah, Jungle Fury rules. So let's see. (laughs) I I like RJ a lot too. Yeah. Jungle Fury is one that I feel like I also slept on. I would be interested to go back and watch that because it's never been one of my favorites. Same. Um, but that's also why they haven't done martial arts again as like a, the the base topic, I guess. Right? They haven't done martial arts twice. They haven't done magic twice. Um, they haven't done space. Well, yeah, they have yeah, Lost they Galaxy, have. right? Yeah. yeah, Lost Galaxy counts. So they just did it back to back. So they like took a break. <laughs> there hasn't been Lost Galaxy. Has there really not been space since Lost Galaxy? I don't think so. Like, uh, I mean, unless you count all the flying into space, you know. Yeah, but that which, doesn't count. Like they weren't. Really it doesn't, right? Yeah, like. Yeah, no, I don't think so because mm-hmm. um, I feel like it's overdue for a space season. Yeah, and then we got a tech season, right? Beast Morphers yeah. was kind of a tech, techy season. Um, yeah, we probably won't right? get ninjas 
for a we've while. We've got ninjas a couple of times. We've well, gotten yes. What thir- the 30th anniversary season, if there is one, is what 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 does that look like to you? Ooh, that's a good question because I would say dinosaurs, you know, <laughs> but we just got one. So hmm. I fantasy. Uh, I want fantasy. I like because I think fantasy is a natural step from Dino Fury because Dino Fury plays with those concepts with like Rafcon and like him right. riding like a dinosaur and all that, right? Like you get some of that stuff, the great like the armies fighting. There are very medieval aspects to that. So it doesn't feel like such a big jump from like if it were in space and then you do like knights and round table. That feels very big. But like here, it wouldn't feel as big, but it would still feel different because you get to lean into some of the magic, but you don't have to make it explicitly about magic. You just get to dabble. Like to me, that that opens up. You can have dragons. Like that opens up that. You'll get a Super Sentai adaptation though? Or do you think it'll be? Mm, I I think next time's original. Yeah, I wouldn't. I I would just dump all that because like looking at what the, the Sentai has left, there's just like the animal one in terms of like what I could see coming over, you know? And yes, arguably Q Ranger, but like, it would probably be another animal season if we got a 30th. So like animals are fine, but you know, when looking at the actual show itself and you like see some of the, some of the powers in action and like, yeah, is it me or have, because they never come out explicitly said like, they're not doing Q Ranger, but there's like well, a Simon there seems Bennett, to be a hesitancy, right? Simon Bennett, Simon Bennett said that there would just be well, I don't I'm paraphrasing. I don't I don't know the exact quote, but he said something along the lines of like it's not feasible because there's too many rangers. Um right. then re- more recently a, a bunch of the, the the casting these casting breakdowns for Power Rangers came out and there was like 11 characters. So, you know, who's to say? But then also from the past with Power Rangers, those casting breakdowns are less you know, they're, they're less indicators that those are the characters you're going to get mainly yeah. because they're used for sides and, and essentially prototype characters. But if I had to guess, I would say, Matt, I would kind of agree with you that that if I was a betting man, I would say that the next season of Power Rangers would consist of uh, maybe all original an all original theme uh, mixed in. And this is just a guess here, but I would say 44 minute long episodes, shorter seasons. And um, I would also say that it would almost be like an American version of Go Kyger, where it would almost pay homage in every episode oh. past the uh, Rangers with different Rangers from those seasons appearing in the Popping up. Um, that would just be my guess. I I like that idea. You know, it sucks that Mega Force wasn't so long ago. You know, so you can see like where the idea can get can, can go so badly. You know, but. I really like that idea for a 30th. I wouldn't mind that. And then Man. and then make it, you know, and do a Dino Fury season three at the same time. Man, <laughs> I, all I heard was 44-minute episodes, and I was just like, that would rule. Just that. Like, ju- uh, just, just having that format, I think, would open up so much just in terms of – because, like, good Lord. Like, I know a lot of people do it. Like, there are a lot of half-hour sitcoms out there. There are a lot of half-hour shows out there that do a good job of – telling stories like this is not like you know i'm not saying i'm not robbing anything from the people that clearly do it well but i met there is an art to it and it's got to be hard (laughs) to fit in that much character growth and and just how so entertainment and all that stuff and also progressing your story in 22 minutes like that's got to be just insanely difficult and and a challenge so like even just opening up that extra bit to me if that was the case would would 
be a would be an upgrade. And then I love the idea of leaning into the older seasons, but like, yeah, doing that one at a time thing where you bring back someone from that cast. Cause also I think that's feasible from a practical, like, Hey, who can we get, you know, right now? Yeah. You're- Especially since we know that they're going to be shooting out in New Zealand for like the next six or for whatever, like that six month time span. Yeah. I feel like there's enough people there and whoever they want to bring back uh, to do a, especially if it's a shorter season with uh, 44 minutes long, let, let's say it's, I don't know, 10 episodes, 15 episodes, shorter seasons, 44 minutes long. It gives you more to play with uh, and to build up to. And also if you're doing it with an original, like original suits, it also sets the precedent for what's to come with paying respects to the past. I think it's the, it's, it's a great way to marry the past and the future of power Rangers and a seamless, hopefully seamless transition on Netflix. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I think that's, that's a great idea. Yeah. That's a, I put my that not that it matters my my Matt stamp of approval on that idea. That's a great idea. It, it does it. It does it, Matthew. It, it does it. I, I keep trying to sell people on that. I'm like, look, you can put it right on the package. Matt stamp of approval, and they yeah. Go, if I, if I, Matt I had his druthers about it, yeah. I mean, if this, I did have my druthers. Yeah. I mean, it, 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 you're right. This this does kind. Of, it would totally make up for what the promise of Mega Force was supposed to be. I feel like that Mega Force. I remember that Morphicon trailer and I saw it or whatever. And I was like, boy, all these Rangers are going to be in it. And then you see what it really was. And you're like, oh, okay, cool. But like, are we, are we to the point? And then I think this is a great spot to, to close this because I've loved this. Uh, but uh, like, I, I can't keep Joe's. All. I feel like I'm taking so much here. <laughs> I literally, hey, I'm, 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 let's do this as long as you guys want. Okay. Friend. Um, so, because uh, I felt bad, I was like, "Oh, I looked up at the clock." I was like, "Oh, it's no, we're talking Power Rangers." Yeah, That's what happens. Um, That's what happens. So, it's a common thing now. Uh, it's also like the bane of my existence, but it's a common thing now uh, to where, like, as time goes on, you look at things that you either once disliked or, in some cases, hated or whatever, and like, it you start to it starts to become like revisionist history, where like you go, oh, it wasn't that bad. Or I, I actually liked it at the time. Instead of going um, and like, okay, let's let's pull this out. Uh, get swamped. Uh, Snyderverse. <laughs> so uh, Justice League, right? Snyder Cut and all that. You had, a, you had a lot of people coming out and saying like Batman v Superman at the time. Widely regarded as like very divisive. It had its fans, its devout fans, but it also had a lot of people going like, I didn't, you know, I didn't, I didn't like that, whatever, right? Ultimate edition aside, I'm not talking about that, just the core thing. But as time has gone on, and especially as like the Snyder Cup movement picked up and things like that, you had people going, well, it's not, you know, I, I actually liked it. Like it wasn't, it wasn't bad. And it, and it didn't get that reception when like it clearly did at yeah. the time. Right. Are we to the point now where enough time has passed where that's going to start happening to Meg Force? Where like mega force, you're gonna have start people having come out and saying like, "Oh, wasn't that bad?" Yeah, and I actually really liked it. Are we I would there, agree with you, Matt? Like, I, so here's the thing with mega force. I think, and and it's maybe one of those things that I have to rewatch as well. I think you know what it feels like. It feels like mega force is really ambitious, but they didn't really, uh, really understand the fan base, so they didn't they didn't take their time flushing it out, flushing it out, and they just kind of rushed it. I mean, I feel like there's a good season in there somewhere, but you know. I, I don't I don't think that the execution was as good as it as it could have been. But I think upon like looking back, I think it was the promise and, and knowledge that we were going to get this giant season. It was going to culminate 20 years of Power Rangers. And it just 
didn't feel like that once we actually got there. Yeah. Um, but if you take out that being the 20th anniversary type of element from it, and just as a standalone, like kind of like, is this a cool season? I mean, it has elements to be, um, but I think there's a couple things that it has going against it. One, I think they, they try to, they really try to make the dynamic as close to MMPR as they could um, if for a modern audience. And I don't think that quite worked. And then they almost made them like cartoon characters where they would like never turn close. Yeah. And it was almost like that, you know what I mean? Like it almost felt like that they were doing like these kinds of things to really test the waters like that. Um, a couple of those decisions, I don't think really panned out, but, and I would say that the characters maybe didn't progress the way that they probably should have. And in, 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 in the course of what, 44 episodes or whatever it was. Um, and that's, and the Troy, Troy, I love, I love Troy, but the, here's the thing. Like as a red Ranger, we were talking about weaker ones. I think Troy had the promise to be a good red Ranger, but it was all these things that just didn't pay off. Like there was no reason, like, like what, did he have special, something special with the Morphin grid? I don't think that's really ever explained. So I don't know, man, who knows? I, I think that I, I, looking back now, I don't want to go back and watch the season and check it out because I want to give it like a fair assessment rather right. than the, the, the promise of what could have been. That's kind of where I am. I think I need to go back and like, well, <laughs> from my point of things, it, it, it won't, I don't think you'll get any revisionist history as long as I'm around, Matthew. Because I will sit here and be like, no, it wasn't a good season. You can argue Megaforce had its promise, you know, in Megaforce. But once Super kicked in, and once they were like, oh, we gotta sh we gotta shove in a whole 50 episode series into 20 episodes on top of whatever we did before, that's when it like it it all just shot out the window. And the problem with that is that we started getting the Super Mega Forces teases in Mega Force itself in that first yeah. episode, and so going along with uh, with what Joe said, it's the promise of a season that we never got. It's the promise of something we never got. You know, when you see the first when you see the first episode, you see the giant head in the wall, and you're like, "Wow, this is Zordon!" And you see all the Ranger keys, and you're like, "Yo, that's super cool!" And then it doesn't kick in until 20 episodes later. And then all of a sudden, there uh, there's a whole other set of enemies and a whole new set of powers. The Blitz powers? Let's not even get into that. Like, no, it's no revisionist history here. It's not a good season. Great attempts. Poor execution. You you tried. It's the it's the you tried sticker. You know, you tried. <laughs> you, know? you tried. I, man, I will say that, man, that's the theme that should come back is a pirate theme. Yeah, I yeah, would Power Rangers Space Raiders would have been a better name than than Super Mega Force. So oh, when we got easy. To Super Seasons is, is when when I was like, oh, here we go. Yeah, but like and that, it's those a Super suits, Mega Win. Those suits are some of my favorite suits. I love those suits and like <laughs> those the are cool suits. Yeah. Cool. Everything about that is cool. It's Skies of Arcadia meets Power Rangers. How do you uh, mess that up? It's because oh. Toei decided to go all out for their anniversary. You know, Toei was like, oh, let's do Super Sentai right and. Let's do it up. And that's why they came out super cool, you know? And I, what did I we think, get? <laughs> I think you're right, though. I think um, I think there are – I think as time goes on and we're starting to – because even the cast has come out and said, like, they didn't get to do a lot with their characters. They didn't get right. to explore a lot, right? So we know that that was the case even behind the scenes. Like, they were kind of being – you know, and also we know they kind of sort of ran out of budget. Right, they kind of ran out of budget. They ran out of time. They yeah. they did all the planting of the seeds for an epic thing, and then they ran out of money and time to actually pull it off a hundred percent. Like they, I'm sure they wanted to because 
I, but I, see, people want to make it work. You know, like I don't I mean, ever. Look I, I don't find that as quite quite a viable excuse for one reason because another season that ran out of time and a budget too was SPD and it's a phenomenal season. It's true. Oh yeah. So like you know, I just. I found that – look, honestly, and Nick, this is where you are, right? I feel like with Megaforce and Super Megaforce, for the ambition, it was a very lazy season that they laid out. Um, yeah. I think that the promise on paper was there. And this could – hey, honestly, this could be a mandate from Saban or whoever else was running this at the time. But on paper, I felt like it was all there. It's just an execution is where it felt extremely short. And you can almost see, too, during the course of those two seasons that the budget was very, very tight. That, I mean, I mean, granted that, you know, I'm, I'm sure that it was very, uh, I don't know, maybe the Disney era, they, they freed it up a little bit, who knows. But it just felt like during that early era, the Neo Saban seasons, it felt like they weren't really trying to do a lot with the budget until True. they kind of got to Dino Charge. I feel like they kind of like extended that a little bit. Um, and then in Beast Morphers, it really felt like, all right, we're going to kind of go all out for, with our last hurrah under this banner. So, yeah. And also, you know, you've, I'm sure even though you are it's not hasbro's property fully yet yeah you've also got hasbro like hey we're shelling out how much money like go ahead and give us at least a decent launch pad you know to like don't completely screw us and go cheap like right. actually give us a place to launch this from um but no but i and i can't argue with that by the way like i can't argue with the budget thing i can't argue with that like it just felt kind of lazy like i can't argue with that either i would just be curious to i haven't seen it like in a very long time it's been yeah. like it's been a minute it's not a season that i go and rewatch <laughs> on a regular you, mean, basis. you don't watch the re the the legendary battle every week no Matt? no i do not uh it is not a part of my breakfast routine <laughs> um so you know but i will now because i am curious but i will do it from the beginning and i am curious i might even like tweet as i go of like because i i am curious now i'm just kind of I don't know. Now my brain is kind of like, well, maybe I, maybe I didn't quite. Don't, and I'll do don't let it happen. Like, maybe don't I'll let it happen. Don't let it happen. Here's the thing. It will never take away though. <laughs> Cause here's where people go wrong. It will never take away though, that it was disappointing and that it didn't live up to its promise. So I'm okay with like people's opinions about something changing over time. I understand that. Like I might go back and go like, you know, looking at it now, there are some cool things that it did and I want to give it props for those. But it still doesn't take away from the, it's when it like you completely rewrite it and go like it had no flaws. Clearly it had flaws. <laughs> like that's where I get annoyed is when like right. all of a sudden something you like hated is now something like you hold as like the, the gold standard. I'm like, how, how did you get there? You know, like no one's mind can change that much. Yeah. In, I mean, the, the opposite is true too, right? The things you love become like you super love them now. Like MMPR has become such a God's like series when, yeah. But when you look back, you're like, oh, well, there's an episode where they played football. You know, there's <laughs> there's there's an episode where three little guys from the park. Yeah, yeah. They, like it's like you forget some of you know you forget the the flying uh, you forget the flying bug you know the flying um oh yeah the, the rad bug yeah you forget the rad bug but then like you're like oh yeah the mutiny oh the wedding and you're like hey, yeah but but I love the rad bug because <laughs> 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 I love Volkswagen Beetles. Like I love, no. I love the, I just love the car. I mean, we I was a Herbie just fan. Talking about those, what, what are they called? The, the the Lightning Collection Deluxe Packs? Is that what they're called? Oh uh, yeah. yeah. Well, if we got Punk Billy and Kimberly, that would be uh, like when they turn to Power Punks. I yeah. would all about that. That would be so awesome. That'd be cool. Or That'd just or, okay. Here's a, yeah, I like that better. I'll pay the extra money for that. Like, 
I won't pay the extra money, even though I adore Pudgy Pig. He's like one of my favorite Power Rangers villains. I couldn't shell out. The, I don't want another one. For, another for one. Pig. Yeah. Like, but uh. I would shell out the money for Radbug. Like I would, I would buy that. Even though I do love the whole thing of like building a red bug too. Like if you were to see that throughout the line, but like you would have to, one that would add so much to the cost, and they're already popping up a little bit. Yeah, uh, because the red bug is not, it's not a figure. Like yeah, if you want to make it in size, that's also something like could you imagine buying like a punk Billy figure with a wheel in it? It's like, oh yeah, that wheel's for the rad bug. But like, it couldn't be the wheel though. (laughs) It would have to be like twenty five percent of the car. (laughs) Like, that's the thing. Like, most of the packaging would be the car, and then oh, I get a figure with my car. Like, that's how that would be if you really wanted to put an in scale to where you could actually put them in. Right. You would have to do. Otherwise, you have a McFarlane sixty six Batmobile situation where like the figures sit so high like they're they're not right in scale so yeah. it's weird it's like they're they're supposed to be in scale but for, for my lightning collection display i have a ton in the garage that's still in the boxes but i was thinking you know i would really love to see uh like almost like these uh diorama cockpits where you can put your fingers in figures into the makers um yeah, that, I think that would be really cool and a great display piece mm-hmm. for your lightning collection figures i feel like at this point now i should just work for hasbro marketing on the power <laughs> You know what, though? Here's the thing. So I know that, like, in the figure space, just, like, in general, I know dioramas are a hard sell or, like, bases or, like, a hard sell because they don't don't sell as – because of the price difference, you have to mark them up. Right. And they don't sell. That's why I'm actually very – I like what McFarland recently did with the 66 Batcave because he actually made that at a pretty decently affordable price. And while it's not, like – probably as immaculate and as big and expansive as you like he did like a bunch of smaller pieces so like it still looks you have the one centerpiece and then it still has like all the computers and everything so even though it's really a bunch of small stuff with like one big piece it feels expansive and it feels like oh this is more of a setting as opposed to just oh hey it's a cardboard thing in the background you can do that so i feel like that is a way to do that where it's a nice melding of the two but like most times dioramas are hard because they don't sell as well and they take up a bunch of space on the shelf so retailers only want to carry so many of them and they're more expensive right and more expensive to make but i'm also not gonna lie i would spend an uh an unfortunate amount of money on a command center so, so uh, yeah, right. Like, uh, if you could open a command center and get the whole thing, I would. Um, yeah. Just well, they've got the there. Zordon would... piece already, right? <laughs> yeah. In the two pack. Yeah, the Zordon and Alpha. That's right. You already have your your your, your part of it there. So all you need yeah. is a couple of the panels and stuff. And you got the yeah. big head in the tube. That's like the centerpiece of everything. Just yeah, like I would. I would buy that. that right into a bigger tube. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I I agree with Joe. I think right now the thing that's missing from my Lightning Collection collection is i i need somewhere to put them around i don't have a way to like display them right. in a way that like feels like you know it's kind of like oh here's my here's my lightning collection showpiece like here's my i don't have that yet because there's nothing to build them around yes i you put them know, on so stuff. i asked hasbro about this uh, like a year ago if um you know because I, I i'm sure you guys have been to comic-con and see the lightning figure displays one thing about the displays, it's very unique. And I was like, yo, this, this is actually a pretty cool little element to it, is that there's the figure base that you put the figure on with the peg holes, but there's also another uh, extender that you put the helmet on. 
Um, and I was like, yo, we should like kind of sell this. So mm -hmm. this would be an easier, cleaner way to display each one of these lightning oh, collection figures. Sure. Yeah. What did they say? Uh, they said, that's a great idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They said that's a good idea, but yeah, these are these were these are usually customs that we just do for, for display purposes at conventions. But you know, maybe we should look into making these public. But the, the Maddie or not Maddie collector, the uh, the Hasbro Pulse. I feel like you'd be able to sell those, like right, on yeah, or yeah. even just give me. Um, I've grown to. I don't. I don't hate them. I don't hate anything really. Um, <laughs> I just want to put that. Out. I say hate a lot. I say hate a lot in the last couple of months. Yeah, don't, you don't. I'll vouch really for don't. that. I really I'll vouch don't. for that. Yeah. Um, so, uh, but I've grown a disdain <laughs> for the simple circle bases that I get with wow. everything now. I was spoiled on Toy Wiz has uh, Marvel Legends when I had the actual base that like now is reserved for like figure arts and stuff, but like where it actually had the plastic extenders yeah it was like it a flight had, base right yeah and it had the peg that you could pop in the in the hole in the back, in the back and you could actually do like i can't do a lot of cool martial artsy poses with my my yeah mine don't stand up unless you like stand them up awkwardly like unless right. i want something that, but that like, allowed you to be able to do those poses and they were still i mean those figures at the time weren't they were like 25 bucks so yeah, if you want to make that a Hasbro Pulse exclusive thing, where like those figures, if you order it from them, you get that thrown in, or you get it for an extra, even if it's just an add-on, I probably pop for it because like my White Ranger figure that I bought when that first hit has a um, his foot like won't the uh, the joint. Same here. I am so scared to apply. Like I gotta actually go with a torch and like or heated a little bit to do it. I'm still kind of scared of that because it's been so long now. It's been in this one spot and it won't, his foot won't rest square on the ground. It's angled. So, which is great for poses because right. he does that all the time when you're doing like some big kick, but I can't get him to really, I have to always prop him up against something, but that base immediately takes that out of the equation. And then you can do that with a couple figures. And even though if you don't have a setting, you can still make a really cool little diorama for yourself. And it's not, you're not having to come out with a new product. You just need to add a base in. You know, I'll take that over like one of the effects. If right. if I gotta swap it, I'll swap a good base. Same. With, I don't use. The, I don't. I I would rarely use the effects at all. But I, I'm the same exact way. I lose them. You they're, do? They're, yeah, they're, yeah, yeah. That's, they're easy to lose, right? Yeah. Or you know, my like Munchkin takes it off my table, and I never see it again. <laughs> <laughs> it's like somewhere around here is a Z power and another blue thing that's like charging up in her room somewhere because she like jacked it one day and I've never seen it again. So I'll take a base over that. Um, so, okay, before we go, because I actually do, this leads perfectly into our uh, final topic here. Um, if you were going to, because one of the things that got announced recently was of course the Lord Draken helmet, yeah. uh, which, you know, I know Nick is all about the helmets. He's, he's probably, are you going to get it? Of course, but I'm also upset that they haven't just done the standard colors yet. Like, I, I already, like, I bought the, like, oh, Joe, I, I've told Matt this dozens of times. Like, I have every helmet that's come out already. Like, I've got the, the red and green from Bandai, the white and pink, and the Zed. So, of course, I'm buying the Draken, but give me the black and blue and yellow. Just that's do those first. first. No, I get it. That's the that's such a collector mentality. I agree with you though. Like, let's complete this first and then move on to. Yeah. They must see it though as like, hey, we're gonna just anything that we've kind of put with 
this the JDF or, or the, the you know the, the Tommy image on it. It's it's right. sell more. It's so sell. that's yeah. just my assumption. Yeah, I mean you can't argue. I mean that's it's got to be because yeah, yeah. It sells man. Like yeah, dragon I mean, stuff I'm, is hard to find. I'm buying it. Like I'm here. I'm complaining You're about part it. Part of the problem, we, Nick. We've already like yeah, exactly. Like they're already gotten my pre dollars, so it's oh, you know. Jeez, God. and you pre ordered it. You didn't even like <laughs> wait to go hunt on the rack. You pre ordered. You're super part of the problem. I yeah, I'm the issue here. But here's but... the thing. I can't hate on you. You know why? Because because <laughs> I got my pre order in on the two pack of Trini and Jason with these swapped colors because. Same. Those that is one cool. of my absolute yeah. one. That's one of my favorite stories within the comics. But two, that is one of my favorite Dan Mora covers. There's actually a couple of them with Trini as the red. Yeah. That just amazing. So like, um, I even had <laughs> Ryan sign one because I was like, I love this cover so much. <laughs> when you sign it. Um, like I love that. So when this was announced, I'm I'm in automatically. The the 50 something buck hurts. Uh, but you know. Okay, I I understand that it's, it's you a gotta do what you gotta do. you gotta do. Um, so with that said, what is the next comic based figure that Hasbro needs to do for the Lightning Collection? Look in my heart, uh, my head says the Omega Rangers because I feel like that's a story that we're following. But yes. my heart really wants the Solar Rangers. Oh uh, yes. I feel that like it, it's a it's a storyline. Look, no matter what was going to happen after Shattered Grid, it was going to be really hard to like yeah. live up to whatever that next storyline was going to be. But I really like those suits. I think yeah. those Solar Ranger suits look sweet. Um, another one is Dane. Obviously, I love. Yes, Dane. Dane is so, Dane is like born for a figure, and you've already got the base head to work with. Exactly. Just change. I mean, come on. That's that writes itself wait Matt, I, what, so i know that you pre-ordered uh the, the the jason and trini but i have a question for you because i do like their head sculpts they're they look like the more uh, likeness from the show mm -hmm. but are you disappointed it doesn't look like the uh, likeness from the so i am one i was slightly disappointed just slightly just slightly but <laughs> i also know about myself that i rarely display a figure without its helmet uh, like i think as I look back, look around. I think one, I think one, and I think it's uh um it's Robbie because uh like I wanted to I wanted to give some props to Jazz for for his for his figure because it's an amazing likeness. So I was like, here you go. You're the only one. He's the only one in all the figures I have that has his helmet off, and he was That's fighting great. Goldar in my makeshift. <laughs> um, props to you, Jazz. <laughs> I got I got highlight him. So, uh, but I think everybody else, I just the helmeted looks just to me look, look cooler. And and most of the time when I am posing them, they're in a fight scene, so it just kind of makes sense, you know. So unless it's like, um, now there was one caveat to that. Look, I've already I'm a diehard Ranger Slayer fan. I got my Ranger Slayer figure. Very excited. I was bummed that I did not get a comic version of coinless kim because it is such a distinct and cool look for her with the kind of the mohawk and the earrings i i i would have thought about it like i would have actually done half and half for that one um you know what i'm also surprised too that and i and i understand the 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 definition or the people saying that well you know uh the magna defender and mike were kind of different so i'm surprised we didn't get mike's head with the magna defender only because we got doggy kruger's head 
with the Shadow Ranger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's weird the ones that we don't get because, like Ranger Slayer, there was no heads, there was no yeah, second none. head even. It wasn't even Kim. It was just nothing. No, there was nothing, and I'm like, I wonder why. Like that's curious to me. I wonder if it was because, like, I don't know. I'd be curious. I I won't even speculate. I have no idea why that's me. I would be curious to ask one day. Yeah, next time I get to talk to Hasbro, but um, um, but yeah. So I wasn't. So I wasn't. I was slightly disappointed, but again, it will be kind of moot. That said, if I do want to recreate that cover, if we do end up getting all the swapped colors, and I then I go to make that cover, they're all helmetless on that cover. Mm-hmm. So I would actually display them, and that would be probably the one time I would go, man, I wish they were all <laughs> they all look a little a little closer. Um but yeah, but who's your, so, so, okay. So Nick, who's yours? So um, in terms of helmets, uh, I would probably say uh, like a Ranger Slayer helmet. I mean, since we're getting Draken, like a, a Ranger Slayer helmet would make sense. And I would buy it because it looks super cool anyway. I would complain, but I'd be like, yeah, it looks cool. <laughs> um, but in terms of figures, I want the the SPD green with the, with the dragon oh. shield. Like, JJ. You know, yeah, 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 there you go. I forgot his name, but I would I would totally like that figure. I that would be a cool good one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm sure I could pop off the dragon shield off the one I have, but no, I don't want to do that. It's dumb. Like, Dang, you, you just so we just buy it. Like a, a legend of the white or a, a a Tommy from from that uh what is it, the Legend of the White Dragon? Like an older uh Oh, oh yeah, the, the uh, older yeah. grizzled Tommy. Yeah. Yeah. The, the and those are ones dragon. that can yeah. do yeah, relatively easily, right? Because you're just using the core model doesn't the yeah. core mold doesn't change, and you're just right. Those are perfect exclusives, right? So exactly. I think I think both of those are like easily doable. Um, and you have to assume they. I mean, the, the the character Tommy generates so much money for the franchise that you would have to assume at some point, some way, you're going to get every iteration of Mighty yeah. Morphin. Like, I'll be shocked if we don't get like the Wild West. Mighty Morphin Rangers. With oh the- my god! I was oh, you know what? That's yeah. That's okay. Let's scratch all the all the suggestions I had. Let's just do that. Let's that do all one. Those yeah. Oh my Let's god. It. Um, you know, I, it's only a matter of time, right, guys? Right, and then yeah, just re-release the the Pink Ranger in the same pack because she was the only one without the tassels. So exactly, like, we're using that Pink Ranger. Exactly. <laughs> that's the um, way you get that five pack, and it makes you buy that Pink Ranger where you're like, God damn it. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Uh, mine is mine is is easy and probably not going to happen for a minute <laughs> because it is not practical whatsoever. Uh I want Yale. Oh, um, that would be sick. I want I want Omega Ranger Yale. Um I want would... another figure. Right, that's a perfect build a figure because that one Yeah. It's yeah. just like pieces. They've done that in Marvel Legends a ton. Like you can totally have that. And if you want to include the Omega Rangers in that line, because those are, you know, you've got a red, That's... you've got a yellow, you've got a black. Those are going to sell decently well, especially because those designs are so different. Yep. Um, I think you could do that. I would also not. I would. I would actually be cool with a, uh, with a Kia. Oh yeah. Um, but I Yale is just so, good. he's so cool, and that suit just rules. Like I had a mark out moment. Um, when, like when he came around. I also think a. a Altarian pass Zordon. 
Oh yeah. Oh, or even yeah. the new or even the armored Zordon that we got towards the end of that would be yeah. would be cool. So that you know he doesn't have to just you be can put him in a two-pack with the movie Zordon when yeah. he's out of yeah. the tube and he's just in the big robe. That's know, a great <laughs> idea. Well, yeah, you can put him in the movie Red Ranger Zordon with the with this 2017 movie. Yes. Yeah. yes. Oh man, that's oh man, they should totally do that, by the way. Generations. Yeah, like, just label that generations and like like they did that. Saban did that, didn't they? At one point, kind of like yeah, a crossover towards thing towards like that that like towards the end there of the Saban run. I feel like that's when we're getting these these really cool like uh, Power Ranger packs. I, I mean, yeah. it might have in the Disney era that I want to say that the, I can't remember when, but I know exactly what you're talking about. We would yeah. get these like, legacy packs. Yeah, and it was like characters from different seasons, but like it was it was they were sort of connected in some way. Um, that was that was really cool. I'd like to see them bring that back, and obviously with the lightning collection articulation and aesthetic and everything, oh, um, I think that would roll. So yeah, mine is practical as a build a figure. There's no other mold. They didn't. They haven't made another giant ass cat. So uh, <laughs> take a minute. All of yours are probably going to happen way sooner. I still want my Udana figure, but that's Dude, not for the comics. So you'll, I'm you'll shocked keep waiting. I'm shocked we haven't gotten any uh, Mystic Force or RPM. Lightning collection figures yet. Nick Nick clowns me, but I just want to say that I remember back when we were having a discussion about oh. Power Rangers figures, and everyone poo-pooed me when I said I wanted a Ranger Slayer. And they're like, oh, you're going to have to wait a long time for that. Oh, it's going to take a minute. Oh, they're not going to do that. And I'm not kidding. Six months later, they were like, here's Ranger Slayer. And oh my god, I was so... I bragged. <laughs> yeah, you were vindicated for once, and you ran and you ran with that for till now. I'm still it's running. Still, I'm still running. Still running. <laughs> it still happens. So, you know, towards, uh, I would say this though. Towards the uh, last year, I feel like we got you know for the last couple of years, we've gotten so many figure announcements. It almost felt as a collector so hard to keep up. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. From the Ninja Turtles to oh, the the A Squad Rangers, you know what I mean. Like there was even now, there's just so many. But I feel like um, up until recently, we haven't gotten a ton of announcements. So yeah. I'm very curious to see like what the plan is for the 30th anniversary. If if we're gonna get more of like role play things, like the power sword, maybe, or yeah. or, or even like a you know, look, I don't know how you're gonna. I thought the communicators were phenomenal when they came out. I so I don't know that. how you're gonna redo those, but maybe they're gonna you know re-release something like that. But I'm really curious to see what the line looks like for the 30th anniversary stuff. Yeah, agreed. And we don't even have a ton of morphers and stuff. Like oh, that's yeah. good. They've, they've still like they've been very methodical, I'll say. Also slow. You can say slow. <laughs> I'll say methodical and how they're like kind of pushing that stuff out. The yeah. helmets, at least we've had an uptick and announcements. Yeah, like like in terms of big box stuff, I would love like an Astro Megazord. I'd love like the turbo cars. Like I'd I'd love to be able to like well, we do uh, have the ascension project right with our with our dino mega so like i look uh, i astro astro mega zord is it's one i think it's actually when we did our top zord list was it my top zord i have probably. to probably look now. i, I mean, it was i mean it was it was up there because uh, i love that it's, sword. it's it a cool a ship <laughs> it's a, it's cool like i don't it's hard to top that one it's it's always been the coolest one the it's astro mega ship there. yeah and then just if you were if they were to make that bridge you know what I mean? The yeah, bridge. Uh, I'm all about it. Yeah, man. Just, also, uh, who do I need to? Who do we need the bug to get um, Power Rangers to, or Hasbro to do to partner with Funko? I need more pops. 
we have we, we haven't had pop since the movie, right? You know what I was thinking myself too. Yeah. Is that, you know, I I was thinking about Power Rangers and like because I think they have a deal with Play-Doh, and I was like, yo, yeah. it's such a missed opportunity not to make the monster matic and like do different molds of the little monsters in Play-Doh form <laughs> and like make them scale to the lightning collection. You could literally do putties in Play-Doh form and make them scale to the lightning collection. Oh, uh, that'd be cool. I, I would buy that. As, Great uh, idea. Yeah, <laughs> I would buy I it. Like if you made the monster-matic like to, 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 to scale, you can do just different molds of whatever monsters there are. I feel like- put on, Yeah, put on my Finster glasses. Exactly. You know, and just like- <laughs> I already <laughs> have them. <laughs> That's what I wear normally. That's my <laughs> Yeah, I think that's a great idea. That's that's a man. How that? I mean, it would literally be your Power Rangers Easy Bake Oven. Exactly right. And then yeah. like that's great for kids because they can make their own monsters. And if and if you know, look, if you don't want to make all of these like lightning collection villains, just do some of them like this, and kids will have fun playing with the toys and these like Play-Doh things. I agree. Yeah, I, think I that's mean, a great idea. I remember playing with the the creepy crawlies molds of the Power Rangers. Like just, oh, 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 oh. I heated up a little wax Jason, and it was just like I played with that. I I remember to this day playing with that for like an entire day. Just yeah, a little little floppy wax Jason, you know. I need, to, I need to get a job at Hasbro and Power Rangers. That's a that's a great idea. Like I'm I'm gonna say like by next Christmas season, if we don't have that, I feel like you just need to like. I'm gonna put one on Etsy. You'll yeah. see. Like, uh, make make a custom. <laughs> there's so many ideas i was even thinking like just fashion apparel wise how how come we haven't seen more for fanny packs you know what i mean like <laughs> just a little more for fanny packs i feel like at morphicon another fun one would be you know i think that we should get a uh make a power rangers almost like a a, a power rangers yearbook that way you get oh. each season to sign their class it comes it becomes like an autograph book See, man, Power Ranger marketing genius. <laughs> I gotta say, I do. I just need more apparel. Now, I do like what Reebok's been doing as far as shoes. Oh, so those, we have been getting that. Those shoes but, are so gaudy. But though. I need, oh, that's but the I thing. wear them all. That's my thing. It's like, <laughs> that's my thing. The fashion sounds great, but not if it's designed by nerds. But you know? I wear like, them all, Nick. I wear, I love yeah, them. But, but you, like, you can only wear them around other Power Ranger nerds. That's not true. Know? Like, if you try I wearing wear that flashy... I wore it to Walmart the other day. I wore my my uh, Red Ranger shoes to Walmart the other day. Well, I wore I, my tiny yellow I Ranger like shoes people. and got compliments. If you if you try wearing that Zed shoe anywhere with like the blue string on it and like no, it's not a that's not a wearing shoe. You know that's the thing. It's just and like the new era caps. Keep it with the logo. That's cool. <laughs> See, there you go. And you have the Angel Grove. I got set. my Zed shoes. And I, I have, and I haven't worn them yet, but yeah, because they're not wearing. Shoes. I'm gonna wear them. You no. damn Every right, I'm gonna wear them. <laughs> Matt's gonna have a. It's gonna be like a wardrobe change. His outfit's gonna match his shoes. I love it. I have, cool. I'm with you on it, though. I have worn Power Ranger shoes to the last three press junket press events. Oh boy, <laughs> I've been to Royal Rumble. I was rocking my Yellow Ranger shoes. And Yo, I those, like, those are cool. Are you going to WrestleMania? Uh, no, uh, Connor is going to be going there for us this time because I went to I went to Rumble, so <laughs> we like trade off. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, he is he is super stoked. It's going to be that's going to be quite a show. Oh yeah, yeah, by the way, it's also awesome that we got three wrestling nerds here too. Uh, 
Look, man, I, I, I already booked how, how I bring Cody back. It doesn't seem like it's going to work out the way I booked it. But, you know, oh, whatever. Okay, okay. we got to hear dude. something real quick. <laughs> well, oh, you want to pack? All right, so what I would have done leading up to this, because it's a play on WrestleMania 10 for me, right? Because I think WrestleMania 10 uh, had this really cool factor. And if you think about it, uh, Yokozuna was Roman Reigns' cousin. They had this dual matchup where he fought Lex Luger first, and then he fought Bret Hart at the end. So essentially what I would do is look, you re- we, we already know that um, uh, Brock Lesnar won the title at Elimination Chamber, but he, nobody ever beat Bobby Lashley. So we already know that the match for WrestleMania is going to be uh, Roman and, and, and Brock. I would do that on night one, but then la- throw Lashley into the mix being like, hey, I never got beat. Like, you know, this is, I deserve a shot at the title. And then they should say, you know what? You do deserve a shot at the title. So the winner faces Lashley night two. But the thing is, it would be unfair to not have Lashley have an opponent because uh, he's going to be fresh for night two at WrestleMania. So night one, they make it interesting. Cody Rhodes shows up. Cody Rhodes and Bobby Lashley uh, have a match. Brock Lesnar uh, interferes or whatever. Paul Heyman interferes, whatever you want to do, because they had something going with Bobby Lashley. Uh, Cody Rhodes ends up winning. So he goes on to night two's WrestleMania in the championship match. Then you would have Bobby Lashley return the favor, a punch of run-ins, Screw out Brock Lesnar. Cody Rhodes wins the match uh, with help from Paul Heyman and all these other factors. So it's Cody Rhodes and, uh, and, and, and Roman Reigns for the main event Sunday at WrestleMania. The match happens. Um, you know, and, 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 like, people want to see a heel Cody. People have wanted to see a heel Cody for a long time. But right now we're going to play him as a, as a face. Match happens. Uh, you know, they, 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 they have the match. And then, you know, you get all this run in from, from Brock Lesnar who's trying to attack Roman. And then you also get uh, Heyman turning on Roman Reigns and joining Cody. Cody wins the title. Next night on Raw, Cody's holding the, both titles. And he talks about, you know, why he's here. He talks about, you know, he never really says AEW by name, but talks about building up competition. And then he talks about Vince McMahon directly saying that, you know, you put my dad in polka dots and I'm here to bring tradition back. Throws down both titles and he says, I'm bringing tradition back with WCW. And I'm going to do it with Paul Heyman. <laughs> and Paul Heyman's the one that's going to really help me guide in this new WCW, brings back the WCW title, and then you can have him like kind of take over NXT and turn that into w- WCW. That's what I would do, essentially. Wow. Yeah. But I think it would be a lot of fun. And it would it would get them at the very least. It would already have that immediate impact and would get the wrestling world talking again about WWE, Cody Rhodes. Oh, that would be cool because as of right now, it makes no sense for him to be involved in Seth Rollins' story outside yeah. of like outside well, of them just being two yeah. dudes who need a match at WrestleMania. I mean, so yeah, that's just, yeah. which by the way, I'm fine with if that gets me Cody Seth because that will be great. But I agree, there's no real like right now. You know, you could say that for a couple aspects of wrestling. I mean, right now there's yeah. there's there's pieces that are there's like, a lot of things just happening <laughs> just because this right? year. Hey, and we're gonna put Naomi and Sasha Banks together. And let's, uh, yeah, let's toss out the second. Naomi and Sonya story. Right? Like, like, let's let's toss out the biggest non-women's title story. Like where did that come from? Even like, though the Boston Glow, love it, love it. Yeah, I, I, I like I, it too. Yeah, but it but, does feel that that like that whole match. What is it? Four teams now. That just seems like it's yeah. Here we go. Build a build a tag, and it's like they just they just assembled all the loose parts. <laughs> I, mean, I love all of them, but like, I, look, I'm a Liv Morgan fan. Liv Morgan deserves like you know I w- I would have liked to see her t- had stayed in that title 
Me too. Center, especially if Ronda's not going to be in it, because I get Ronda kind of comes in and is going to take over. But she was occupied with Flair, so why not keep her in the mix, in the title mix, and kind of you know build to that? Instead, it's like again, Ripley and Morgan are great as a tag team because they're great, but like it didn't make. It was just random. It's just like it's all you know, so random, and, and it's, uh, it sucks for Rhea Ripley too, because like she was just in a tag. She team was just in a like, tag team. Yeah, and then they did a whole breakup just to put her in a new tag team. It was feels very that weird. Was now. The thing is, I don't I don't really see the purpose of these uh, WWE Women's Tag Team Championships if they're not utilized. I feel yeah, like, right. like and for the longest time, I almost forgot who the champions were. Um, and, and, and same thing almost with the Intercontinental title. I feel like now we're starting to see it in focus a little bit. Like I think Shinsuke defended it like once in like 60 days yeah. or something. Like, he really did. Yeah, he really did. And I think they said it on one of the episodes too. I was crazy. like, wait a minute. Yeah, it's been a long time. And like, I know he was hurt for like part of it, but he was not hurt for like a long time of that. And he just he, they just came out and had non-title matches. And it was like, that's that's very odd. You know, I feel like the Miz when he was like Intercontinental champ defended that thing more times in a month than like than like yeah, she did over the entire run you know the Miz is super underrated i feel i feel that he really did bring prestige back to that intercontinental championship yeah. i yeah. mean Miz when he, when Miz said he was like the only two-time grand slam like champion like it's like yeah of course you were like it's like <laughs> of course yeah. like he doesn't get the credit until until people like it's gonna be a retrospective kind of credit it's gonna be when he finally retires people gonna be like wow he did a lot you know and you're like no Appreciate it now. Appreciate it what sure. he's doing. Now. Well, I also really hope that Bobby Roode sticks with his glorious gimmick that they just gave him back in NXT. Yeah. 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 But we'll yeah. see. Um, so I, I actually need to uh, go start my work. <laughs> so otherwise, <laughs> I would sit here for another hour. I know. Yeah. Hour. We, yeah. We, we'll, yeah. We got to jump on. Uh, we got to jump on the boards there. Um, but uh, Joe, seriously, this has been awesome. Uh, Thank been you. so hey. fun. Anytime, I would love to do this again. This has been just been Absolutely. so fun. Just uh, yes, yeah, I will. I will take you up on that wholeheartedly. Absolutely, I will be Joe. wearing the Zed shoes when it happens <laughs> because I back up what I say. Uh, and uh, I'm gonna love it, man. Uh, do you want to shout out anything before we go? Yeah, you can follow me on all social media at Joe Luminerti. You can also check us out over at theilluminerti.com. Um, we are gonna be breaking a Power Ranger news hopefully relatively soon. I'm still working on the details for it. But, um, you know, we're working on something, working on something, but we will have that coming out soon. Awesome. And, uh, of course, you can always catch me and Nick on the Twitters, and you can catch all of our written stuff, uh, Nick in the anime world, me and a bunch of stuff, including the wrestling you are, and the Law and Order at, and at the Power time. Rangers world yeah. and comics world. And then me and Nick get to talk wrestling on uh, Tuesday and Friday night. So it's always, always super I would fun. love to be on that show too, guys. Just let me know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, just saying, I just caught up on some, on some new Japan cups. So, you know, I'm all oh, about Oh man, it's coming. It's uh, thank you guys so much uh, for checking this out. And this will be up on YouTube uh, soon. And then all on your podcast channels. Peace out, everybody. Bye. Later. <laughs>